Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dork down for a while Hello and welcome to the dork forest It's me, Jackie Cation You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com If you like a determiner You can donate to the show using PayPal or Venmo. You go to the websites, you find out where I'm doing stand-up comedy. Rangers of the Dork Forest, I love you dearly, and thank you so much. Feel free to go to Apple, rate and review the show. Five stars would be great. Let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg sang and wrote that song that you just heard, and he will be singing at the end, the Mexican hat dance. Uh, Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio and video, and we thank all the stars for that. Let's get into the show. Hey, Jackie Cation, in my uh, garage, going to move it so you can see that painting of my that my dad did in the 90s. Anyway, so uh, welcome to the Dork Forest. And I am sitting here with comedian Liz Barrett. Liz Barrett, New York comic, has a new album out called Getting By. Get in, getting by, no G. So G-E-T-T-I-N-B-Y. It's wherever you would buy uh, comedy albums. And I always recommend you buy. Why? We make a buck as opposed to a nickel. So uh, your handle everywhere is at Liz Comedy, L-I-Z-C-O-M-E-D-Y, correct? That is absolutely correct. Yes, Jake. Welcome to the program, Liz Barrett. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Here we are at the Dork Forest where uh, I hope that you will talk to me about uh, that which you love, which in your case are British TV shows, most of which I've never heard of. Oh, really? So, oh, yes. Good. And I... I'm into British t- television programming as well. Ever since lockdown, when there was an opportunity to watch television for 12 to 14 hours a day, yeah. uh, I got into BritBox and Acorn. So what? So some of these are, are uh, sitcoms and some of them are mysteries? Yes. And some of them are reality shows. I added a few reality shows, too. Mix it up. I did. I mixed oh, it up. I love that. Okay. So um, let us, I'm just going to go down the list. Miranda, what the hell is that? Well, Miranda was a show that my parents suggested I watch. And for a long time, I resisted because when your parents suggest <laughs> something, you're like, mm, I don't know, mom and dad, you know. I don't think so. I yeah. don't think so. But then during lockdown, of course, I uh, I started watching it and it is hilarious. You have to watch it. It's and a sitcom? It's a sitcom with Miranda Hart. She's a comedian, of course. And yeah. um, it's just she's like this awkward person who runs this like toy shop and she falls in love with the chef. And it's hang a on a fun. second. I'm actually going to turn off my uh, air conditioning, which uh, is actually causing some feedback. Be right back. Oh, okay. So no one needs that. Yeah. So let me do this and see if it's something that might be nice. So the first one is Miranda, and I've never heard of it. And you just told me, and we'll probably keep it, about how your parents told you to watch it, and you didn't want to watch it because your parents told you to watch it. Exactly. So what is, who is it with, and what is it about? It's this very tall comedian. Her name is Miranda Hart, <laughs> and she's very um, hilarious. Like, the whole show is just hilarious. Her mother's in it. And she fall. She's very, very awkward. So it's her whole arc. Um, 
sort of falling in love with this chef, but that's not the main part of it, but she becomes more her own self. But I like... I like British shows because there's not a hundred episodes. Like somebody the other day was like, you should watch. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. And it's like a thousand <laughs> episodes. I'm never yeah. going to do that. It's no. And you can't. And and if you go to like, you, you're like, well, okay, I'll start now. They're like, no, I, I think it was James Adomian did a joke about how somebody told him to watch the wire. And he was like, you just told me that I have to spend three weeks watching something. I'm not doing that. I'm sure it's amazing. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, if there's a million episodes, then you really start to look at your life. You're like, oh, this is going to take me. This is a lot of time out of my life. But you got a short show. You're like, I can I can do that in a day or two. And it's good. Right. <laughs> right. 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 My husband will not binge. So um, we, we it, everything takes forever. And then I just when I'm on the road, get ahead of him. And I'm like, I'm willing to watch it again. How about that? Yeah. Uh, and he's like, well, I, well, I kind of wanted to watch it with you. And I was like, that's then you're unwilling to sit there for six hours and watch four episodes. Yeah. My husband so, is a doer. And like we start a show and he loses interest. I'm like, I got to keep going then. I just I can't, <laughs> you know, short that's attention span. So is Miranda a half hour st- comedy? Yes. Is it a sitcom or is it and is when you say her mom is in it, a character that plays her mom or is her mother playing her mom? No, it's a it's a character character actress who uh, but her catchphrase is like so fun and in this british way it's just a lot of it's so she's so funny and i hate that i like it because you know again (laughs) my parents suggested it oh my god i uh literally was born someone's aunt so (laughs) i have always liked everything that now i'm of an age that everyone's like well of course you like that and i'm like I literally want to grab them and go, no, I always like Bones. I always liked NCIS. I always liked Castle. <laughs> I know it was 25 years ago. It's the same as liking Charmed and Buffy and uh, all the things that I liked in the 90s. They're an hour long. They're playing at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. I'm on the road. That's what I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch all of them. Monk, are you kidding me? It, but And then there's a, a Canadian one that's um called Murdoch's Mysteries. Oh, and it's yeah. essentially... Yeah, essentially it's just Bones Castle, but set in the early 1900s in Toronto. Yeah. And uh, it's magic. There's absolutely no way that he could, like, he's always inventing things that aren't invented yet. Yeah. So, but Miranda's just a, a half hour sitcom. Half and how hour many sitcom. seasons are there? I think there's only three, I think, if I'm, if I'm correct. And again, nice. there's not 22 episodes of it. It's like 10 episodes. It's They always want to leave you... The British always leave you wanting more, which is nice. The only, okay, now, and I've mentioned this a thousand times before, Rangers of the Dark Forest, the only British sitcom that I have watched and enjoyed uh, recently is Ghosts, the British version of Ghosts. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it is. I was annoyed initially. By the third episode, I was invested in all of those characters and on board. Yeah. We are are now friends, me and those characters, and I will watch... All of, I will watch all of their weird backstories and, and the Christmas special and I'll do whatever you want. Uh, well, yeah. that's the nice thing about the British shows. They always have a Christmas special too, like a separate <laughs> Christmas episode. Cause yeah. I guess that's what they do in England. Watch TV yeah. on Christmas. Well, and they're not wrong. Cause uh, what do we do in America? Watch TV every day. I so, know. Sometimes we go right. to the movies. That's an American thing, right? Where you get away from your family and everybody goes to the theater. 
Yeah, but I think it's nice. They seem, yeah, it's the same thing, I guess, because after a yeah. while, it's like, how much can you talk? So you go, you watch something together. Yeah, you put something on that's nice. Yeah. So. Okay. What is the cleaner with Greg, Greg Davies? Speaking of Christmas episodes. Do you know Greg Davies? He's a comic as well, is he? Yeah, he's is like he? a big guy. Um, and Is he, he also super tall or is he both he, heavy set and or tall? He's all those things. He's just a big guy. He's a awesome. big, big guy, like kind of lumpy. And um, he did original. Originally, I knew about him. He had a uh, show called Man Down, where he's like a middle aged guy who lives with his parents, which is really funny. But he <laughs> has a new show on BBC called The Cleaner, where he is a um, it's a dark comedy where he's like a professional cleaner after murders. Oh, like the Pulp Fiction it probably got yes. spun off of that that character. Yes. And they're like, well, what if we did a sitcom about that guy? Is it also like 30 minutes and oh, eight yes. episodes? Yes. It's like, I think there's only 12 episodes to it. And okay. I would recommend the Christmas episode for that because he cleans an ice cream. But he's like just, he's like a glorified janitor, cleaner, house cleaner type. So they right. send him in. But each episode you could watch separately. Oh, oh, Monster of the Week. Okay. Yeah. So, but I would recommend the Christmas one because he's kind of not the most likable guy. Like you have to get sure. into his dynamic, but the Christmas special is very good. It's very sweet. Yeah. I, li I like it when they find something likable about someone who clearly is not likable. Yeah. yeah. I, I read an Australian uh, mystery series one 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 year uh, because it was the only thing it was at like the, it was at the airport bookstore right and it was about a bouncer in sydney who solved crimes but he was also a dirtbag like he was like a, like a cheater and he was a little sexually harasser and when i say a little remember how i'm in my 50s uh he's probably that's criminal uh, yeah. if you're in your <laughs> 20s and uh but the shows were good and i uh, or the books were good but i did i can't remember the name of them but um i bet they um I, I think there was a couple, like there's always a couple of scenes where they try to humanize the guy and make him, you know, not as bad, a big of a, di a, di a dirt bag as, you know, and so wait, so the cleaner, he's just a cleaner. He's not a specific mob cleaner. Exactly. He's just the guy that they call when there's a murder because they have to call somebody. Well, you never think about it, but they do have to do you call somebody. So I guess he works for the police or I don't know, okay. something like that. But he yeah, yeah. literally goes and cleans the house from like usually a murder. And um, they're but they're like Helen Bonham uh, Carter is in one episode and it's very like every episode is different. So you could just tune into one and, and get the whole gist. OK, so that is uh, that that's you could just watch um, one episode. Yeah. Awesome. Like I, I wanted Miranda to be longer, but I was talking to someone about like British comedy shows arc. So they start so high in the arc that you, they can't have so many episodes, which what I do you mean? was interesting that that like the story arcs so high and it's so specific what story they're trying to tell. It's sort of like Ted, like Ted Lasso, you could see where. Like it's going to be three seasons, the whole yeah. story. And so that's yeah. the same way where in America, like with the office is only 10 episodes in, in England, but here, like we were able to stretch it out for years and years and years. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and what, right. And what, cause the, what this, I never watched the office uh, either one, but, um, 
because it seemed um, very cynical. But it was about uh, the, the, like they were doing a documentary, right? That was the conceit, right? Yes, yes. And did that ever pay off in either the British or the American? Um, the British one, no, I don't think so. But like the the American one, like in the last season, they finally showed that was the end of the the last couple episodes that they had released the documentary. Oh, yeah. And it was <laughs> well, like, good. Yeah, I'm happy that they took that time <laughs> to do such a thing. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, I yeah, I'm willing to watch um, a sort of a monster of the week sitcom where a guy a dark comedy. Yeah, especially if there's not a million episodes. Um, yeah, I'll give that a shot. Yeah, give it uh, a shot. I, give it a shot. Yeah. What's a uh, toast of London? Oh my God, toast of London is with Matt Berry, who is in um, what we do in the shadows. Okay, you know him. Uh, I know, I know that show. I've tried to watch yeah. that show. It hasn't taken, but that doesn't. It hasn't mean taken. And yeah, he plays the sexed up one, the short, yeah. sexed up one. Okay, so I don't know how else to describe <laughs> him, really. But oh, you know, it's really, it's. I'm sure he's not listening. Going yeah. well, that is what I thought of when I was acting. Anyway, <laughs> so that was the choice I made. But uh, Toast in New York is he plays an eccentric actor, and okay. it's just absurd and. Like he is insane and I love it. Are these all on Acorn and BritBox and through Amazon Prime or what are you what are you doing? I think some are on Netflix, but currently those are all on BritBox, I think. Okay. Um so I like switch off. So right now I don't have BritBox and now I have Acorn. Oh right, right. So I, I have switch both. Off. You do. Uh I've never had this much television in my life. Like I we never had cable. Uh I'm probably spending as much as like premium cable a month for a variety of nonsense. My mother-in-law lives with us and she needs to see young and the restless and bold and the beautiful and jeopardy and also local news for some reason. So uh, we have, <laughs> which is always have, hysterical. That's comedy. I, I actually like local news better than yeah. national news because local news. I'm like, Oh, well that happened over there. That's right there. Okay. Yeah. Then I can drive by and go, Oh, that's what that's where that fire was and or whatever it was right yeah and um and then they always end with you know like cats in a car wash or some damn thing uh so uh yeah so we have youtube tv in addition to like i i probably should have gotten roku well there's I a couple of ways to access that local yeah local channels for years we just had rabbit ears i know and it was, and and we still have the rabbit ears there for when, uh, the horrible, horrible time when my mother in law moves out, and then we decide that we don't want nineteen hundred pieces of uh, television. Do so you ever added just, up how much you're spending? I've done it. It's very depressing. Yeah, I, uh, I, I was talking to Andy, my husband, about it, and he was like, "I don't, I don't want to actually have this conversation." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, fair enough. But because we don't have Hulu or Apple TV right now. Yeah. We've never had them. But I kind of like Chris, my mom in law, really wants to watch um, Murders in the Building. Oh, yeah. Which is on Hulu. On and Hulu. I think she would really like Ted Lasso. And I also am in one episode. I think I have six lines of a TV show on Apple TV. But um, oh, which one? Well, it's called Strange Planet. 
I yeah. really like the web comic. He's uh, it's a very he's a very sweet, uh, quirky dude, and um, yeah. So I play a sibling, anyway. But uh, yeah. So I but I can't. But we do have Egg Corn a Britbox. She was watching Rosemary in Time last night. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Happy Valley on the other side. On the other word, Happy Valley is with that woman who yeah, played who- Julia. Yes. Julia yes. Child on HBO Max. Yes. And what I like about British TV, too, is like, it's sort of like an acting troupe. Like, you start to see the same people. So it's like kind of familiar yes. and kind of sweet, you know? Right. That one, we have all the, we have that, uh, we have both a quarter Britbox have not, they want me to buy Happy Valley. But oh. I love that actress. No, on Acorn, you can get it. Can you? Yeah, I thought so. That was part of their like. That's why I got it. I hope it's okay. the last season. But um, I, have you? So you've watched Happy Valley? I tried to, but um, they gave us one episode free. It seemed kind of dark. It's very dark. Do you like it dark? Might, I don't. Oh, uh, well, because uh, mm. there's a there's a darkness in me that oh, doesn't need to be encouraged. Got and uh, so I kind of like, but. I love that actress so much that I'm kind of tempted to watch it anyway. She's so good, isn't she? Yeah. What's her what, name? Uh, uh, Catherine Cawood. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Right, right. But she plays Julia Child, which I'm I'm hoping they did a second season before the strike. Oh, yeah. Of Julia Child, because she just, it looked like everyone was just having the time of their lives on that Julia Child show. I haven't watched um, that. Oh, you might enjoy that. Yeah. That was uh, because you like her so much. Is that, is Happy Valley one of those where it's one murder through the whole season? Well, she's a detective and she plays this like 47 year old like detective who's like divorced and she's raising her daughter's son who uh, was attacked by this man and had the guy's kid and then she killed herself and so it is pretty dark. And right. so, and the guy. Wait, wait, is this her? Wait, she's raising her grandson essentially? Or? Basically. Okay. And. But her daughter killed herself because she had been raped and had gotten pregnant and then had the baby? Yes. Okay. And then, so she kind of is still after this guy who's like also yeah. like a murderer and beats her up at one point, beats up. Um, you know, oh, the, wait, the so she detective. knows who it is. Oh, yeah. It's all part of those are the big plots for the whole the overlying overlaying plot. And then she's also a detective. And also there's like murder and, and you know, she tries to keep. Oh, so there's like, right, right. So there's yeah. like the, the the through plot is this this rapist murderer. Yes. And then the monster of the week is whatever murder has happened that week in rural yeah. England for Couple some reason episodes. where people. People are constantly murdering people in, in rural England. Oh, my love. Uh, I love rural England. So much murder. <laughs> and it's so, so cute. And there's often like a cliff and you're like, oh, this is a nice place. And it seems <laughs> it's murder central. <laughs> At Rosemary in time last night, there was an archery class and I was like, someone's going to get shot with an arrow. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so and it's weird about the murder shows. If you watch enough murder shows, kind of the plots. And and the and the mysteries are, can be kind of parallel. Where you're like, wait, are they going to the circus 
Oh yeah. my gosh. Is there a theater event? Is there what, what is there? You know, I, cause I also watch a fair amount of New Zealand and Australia murder shows. Absolutely. Right. So broken wood diaries. Yes. Have you watched that one at all? I have not watched that one, but you know what Talk I watch ensemble. Yeah. You, I watch the, um, the Icelandic ones who, and you know, oh, that actor who played Maria dark. Bamford's husband, I think on that, on her show, right. Very famous Icelandic actor. And that's really dark always because the weather's like brutal. And, and that's their excuse. And I was like, Hey, Iceland, I've been there. You could be <laughs> more cheerful than this. It's uh they seem like a happy enough people, but it is dark nine months of the year. So, yeah. And then it's completely light. Yeah. The other three months of the year. So I get it. But yeah. Yeah. So like Norway too, right? Norway and Sweden. Yeah. They all have these super dark. Yeah. You ever watch Wallander? No. Was that? That's a dark one too. I don't know if you'd like it. Like there's different variations. Wallander's young, Wallander's old, and Kenneth Branagh plays him as older. And okay. I really like that series, but so I bought it for my parents. I was like, yeah. oh, and you know, you have to buy them the DVD and everything. But I, <laughs> I was like, Ma, here's Wallander. And she was like, Oh, Elizabeth, it's very dark. So I'm not sure you'd like it, Jackie. But right, um, yeah. It's uh, me, your mom and I, we have a lot in common, yeah. uh, though I, cause uh, I watched Endeavor, but oh, I yeah, hate I the fact some of that. I hate the fact that Endeavor turns into Morse because <laughs> Morse is on like 15 seasons and Endeavor is a young Morse. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, get your shit together. Don't turn into that guy in the eighties. Don't do it. Yeah. Uh, too late. Uh, it's, a uh, he's inevitably heading towards being that guy in the eighties who well, drinks essentially at airports. Well, anyway, so. I was, um, when I was looking for sh shows to talk about on this, I, yeah. um, was looking and like a lot of British shows start with this detective lost his girlfriend, lost his wife, lost his daughter, <laughs> and he's on a crusade, but then he also like solves other crimes in this seaside town. I mean, it's all, <laughs> it's the whole gist. It's very Disney. The mom dies in the first four seconds. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing they like to do is they like to send a British, uh, a British detective to some old colony where for some reason they can't solve their own crimes. Yes. And um, there was, there was the one that, that uh, there was an actress who made it herself. Madame Blanc. Have you seen Madame Blanc? No. So, well, she supposedly just did it. Her and like some of her actor friends just put together a murder show that supposedly takes place in the south of France. It they shot it during lockdown with like 19 people as a pod. Really? And yeah. And they wow. um and it's on Britbox or Acorn. And it it's shot in the south of Italy because it was cheaper. And yeah. um she is an antiques specialist. <laughs> who also solves crimes because it turns out uh, all crimes in the South of France are related to some sort of uh, antique item. Um, sure, sure. Sure, sure. sure small sure, town, sure, sure. village, village in France. Yeah. Uh, but the toast of London. Wait, Happy Valley was the last one we talked Happy about. Valley. But then um, that you might like, actually, she's also in the Happy Valley woman is in Last Tango on in Halifax. Have you ever heard that that one? No. 
Okay, so that's a good one. That's on, I believe, Netflix. And that is a show about two people in their 70s who had were in love, but then they married other people. And then in their 70s, found each other back on Facebook. And that awesome. the Julia, the woman who plays Julia, is one of the daughters. And there's a whole lesbian um, storyline oh, with plot. her. Side plot. And then there's another daughter who's in a lot of different stuff. And I forget her name. She's very good. And she plays like the more hard. She, she runs a farm and her life's much harder. And the other one's fancy. I mean, but it's a whole story about like that family. I think you'd like that one. That's not dark okay. at all. And there's no murders? Do they solve murders? No murders. No, it's really like a family <laughs> story. <laughs> Thank you, Liz Barrett. There's uh, death, er- but not murder. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Liz Barrett, uh, everyone should know that it's at Liz Comedy, L-I-Z, one Z. One Z. And uh, the new album, Getting By, and um, does comedy. That's right. Does stand-up comedy. I do stand-up uh, comedy. So you might want to figure out how to go watch that in real life. Yeah. And that would be uh, now here's where I'm going to uh, I'm going to take a quick break. OK. And we're going to find out here if there is uh, an ad. Let's give ourselves a couple of seconds to find out. Was there one? Oh, my God. If there was, boy, you should totally follow the rules on that and see if you like the item that I just tried to sell you. Anyway, <laughs> we're back with Liz Barrett. At Liz Comedy, and getting buys the album, and uh, the next sh- uh, the next show. Oh, I was going to say when you mentioned lesbianism, uh, I watched an Australia. I just watched an Australian murder mystery called Deadlock, L O C H, like the Loch Ness monster, and that is on Amazon Prime, and the- or BritBox, Acorn, something. But it's Tasmanian, so it's Australian, set in Tasmania, and wow. it's a town full of lesbians. And it is one of the weirdest, funniest, darkest, and it's the mystery is really good. It's all just eight episodes, one season. Yeah. And uh, uh, sort of a hot shot, but not really a mess of a, a detective comes down from Darwin and uh, to help them solve a murder, which they don't realize is part of a series of murders. And um, the detective from Darwin is such a piece of shit human being that um, I almost stopped watching it. But my mom, my mom-in-law just spent the first two episodes going, what the fuck is this? This is amazing. <laughs> and then by the third episode we were in, and you should know that the mystery is really good. It's called Deadlock, oh. O-C-H, like Loch Ness Monster. I'll check that out. Yeah. So short miniseries, though. Well, Stonehouse? Well, I do love a short miniseries because it reminds me of like yeah. Winds of War when we were kids. You know, remember oh my God. Winds of War? <laughs> yes, I read the books. <laughs> yes, though John Jakes, no. John Jakes did the other one. He did the Rebels. He did the, the Revolutionary War miniseries. Um, or North and, and Roots, South, Roots of course. North and South came out. Winds of War was about uh, World War II. Yep. And uh, Robert Mitchum. Yep, Robert Mitchum. There he was. Yep. Oh my God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And remember, North and South had like Patrick Swayze and Kirstie Alley Patrick's, for some yes. reason. I don't know why, but yeah. North and South. It was. It was just there was a Roots did so well that and and then they put gone. They they actually cut up Gone with the Wind and put it over several nights because they were like, mm-hmm. we're gonna turn Gone with the Wind into a miniseries. And you're like, no, no. 
and don't leave Wizard of Oz alone. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, but so oh, is Stonehouse. So, yeah. Yeah. I found these two. So I, they're both on BBC. I know. Okay. Box. Sorry. Okay. Um, it's one Stonehouse and they're both about, I realized, two men faking their death. So Stonehouse okay. is a member of parliament who goes to Miami and leaves his clothes in a hotel and fakes his death. The other one's even more wacky. It's called, and that only has like three episodes. And then I, there's this other one, The Thief, His Wife in the Canoe. <laughs> yeah, this one's wackier because he's a con man and he convinces his wife. And they're like regular people, but he's like a big con man dreamer. And he decides he's going to get in his canoe and fake his own death. And she okay. goes along with it. And they even lie to their children, which was pretty horrible. So. Yeah. But they're so I was like, what's with the B with like BBC obsessed with like people like in real faking. life faking their death? <laughs> because these are but this is fiction, obviously, right? No, these were based on true stories. Oh, this is yes. oh, these are like docuseries. Sorta, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But really digestible, like three, four episodes in out. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh that's insane. <laughs> Where did so one person went to Miami after faking their death? Yes, but had to somehow travel internationally. Yeah, then he ended up in um, Australia, I think, and then he was extradited back to England. I forget what they how they got him back, but they did. Well, it's got to be his passport. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, regular people don't have access to multiple passports. No, right. No, no that's don't. banana land. They don't. Um, but the canoe guy was even wackier. And then it goes into their whole marriage and she just goes along with it. So they both end up in jail, of course. And he's still <laughs> now she lives a quiet life in, I don't know, some town. And he still wants to get back together with her. This is I'm sort of spoiling the whole end of it. Oh, that's but, fine. Yeah, it's yeah. the th I mean, I will write down uh, in the in the notes that spoilers are happening. Spoilers but are happening. <laughs> if, if Rangers, if you're anything like me, you'll start watching and go, I remember hearing something about this. Oh, that's what happens. Yeah. So uh, I wouldn't sweat it. Yeah. Um, the uh, yeah. that and I, I will just. Yes. Um, it's all as soon as the and they're reality shows, too. It's not like it's this huge mystery that um that i suppose they do catch them in the end right they fake their deaths mm -hmm. i think huh. it's hard to fake your death i feel like it's, it's hard to fake your death yeah it isn't hard to just run um that's why uh augie smith does a very funny joke about because he has three kids and he's like you know i'd like to make a toast to deadbeat dads everywhere for lowering the bar <laughs> yeah. i can phone it in and you guys want to give me a parade. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. You, you ran so that I could walk. I think it was one of his punchlines. <laughs> My husband so you can, says that about yeah. like, we have a, a friend who has a terrible husband. The husband's really a shit. And he's right. always like, this guy should be rented out to like go to people's houses and be like, <laughs> look how bad this guy is. You know? Right. Huh? Yeah. Uh, my buddy, Jim Wooster used to, uh, probably 20 years ago used to do this joke about how dating in your thirties as a dude is pretty easy. Uh, cause you're standing next to some woman you're dating and she, and she says to her friend, he didn't try to sell my hair. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> 
The bar is lowered. Jim Wooster, by the way, has done an episode of The Dork Forest. You might want to look into it. It was about Columbo. Uh, It's a mess because it was right after lockdown and we didn't know how to do it. Yeah. Zoom was new, you guys. And uh, Augie Smith talked about stand-up comics. So those are two old episodes of The Dork Forest. Right now, I'm talking to Liz Liz Barrett. And Liz Barrett is at Liz Comedy 1Z, getting by as the album. And um, yeah, so uh, I've... Just now, just reality TV. You've got access. Right? I do. You, what is just it? Just to comment on C- Columbo, I didn't know till recently, like, it doesn't have a million episodes. Oh, no? No, it's like, it had, it was like movies that they had a couple times a year. Oh. It was like event movies. Because you can see it now on um, Pluto or Tubi, you know, one of those free ones, free right, apps. Right. And yep. I thought there'd be like a thousand episodes of Columbo and there aren't. Because my husband's like watching some at night. Are Pluto and Tubi free? Yes. Like if I just get the app on the TV is like, is that the app where they like play just all of Fantasy Island? Yeah. There's like a the Fantasy Island channel, a love boat, a Wheel okay. of Fortune. Yeah. You got to You got to That's a tip. Come on now. That's that, a big tip. Come on. That's a big tip because that's free television right there. It's free. And um, Yeah. That's it's pre it's pre royalties. That's why it's free. And uh, and then there's ads. And so it's more like regular television was in the in the back, the old days. Yeah. The good old days, the battle days. We You can't tell. You, you can't, can't tell. tell. Some anymore. things were good. Some things were bad. And uh, let's live in the moment, shall we? So I uh, did have reality TV shows for you, too, for okay. your viewers, your listeners to like, you know, try a couple different yeah. things. So have you ever seen it's on Peacock? And it's called um, Escape to the Chateau. Have you heard of this Welcome show? to the Chateau? Is it Welcome to the Chateau? Or something That's what like you that? wrote, Welcome to oh, the Chateau. Okay. It's called Welcome to the Chateau, are, sorry. Are they redoing a French Chateau? They are. I've seen it. Chris watched it, my mom-in-law. Welcome to the Chateau is on Peacock? Yeah. And it has- All right. That has a lot of episodes. It's Dick Strawbridge, who's like in his 60s, and he married okay. this woman who's like- I think he was like in his 60s, late 50s, and he she was like in her 30s, the second wife, and they have two little kids, and they move okay. to this chateau in France, and they redo it. And it's like, uh, it seems like a nightmare to me, to be honest. Like, rehabbing okay. a chateau seems like a lit, I've, I've redone like an apartment, and I, that's all yeah. I ever want to do. Yeah, I don't want any, I, I have a hard time with the HGTV, you know, uh, something about the house. Guess what? Second time I'm going to stand up from this show. Uh, the dogs would like in. We have a <laughs> bossy fucking chihuahua. And, uh, really good with the door. Morning. Morning, Morning. There you go. Yeah. Morning. 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 Go have a lie down, you weirdo. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Welcome to the Chateau is on Peacock. Peacock. I bought Peacock. I just got Peacock. Well, there for you the go. Year. And then they also have a spinoff where where Dick Strawbridge, who is a fun guy, I got to admit, he goes and helps other people, at least for the first couple of seasons. And then he drops out and he helps other people with their nightmares of chateaus. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I want to hear more about the definition of a chateau, but now Tyson wants in. Well, let Tyson in. Yeah, spin at me. I don't care. Lay down. (laughs) There you go. They're adorable. Go lay down. So uh, what 
defines a, a chateau? All, and what are they doing to the thing? And is it falling apart? Uh, it's always falling apart. Always, always, always. Because they're from the 1800s or something? or I think that like pre, like you can see why the French Revolution happened. Because, I mean, these people have these like giant houses with moats and stuff. I mean, it depends. A lot of them are trying to um, make it into like hotels and the stock bridges like have weddings at it now. But yeah, so they make it a venue and they also live there and it's kind of like half and half. Okay, so like Hearst Castle or Buckingham Palace. You can get a tour if you want. And maybe there's a couple of rooms on the ground floor. And like she-she weddings they have on there. But it's like... So then they'll do like one room and redo it, but then they still have like 40 rooms to do. Like it doesn't, it sounds horrible. And it sounds like there's no end to it. And it's a money pit. Right. And how long, how, how, how many episodes are there? The original, uh, welcome to the chateau or whatever it's called. Um, there's quite a few and I think they're still making new ones, but now it's all fixed up and they're like, they're at the end of the renovation, basically. So now they're building like, you know, pools and things like that. So it's all fancy okay. now. Oh, okay. So they, you know, and how long has, has this show been around for at least six years? Or Yes, yes. And then it so was, they've been working on one chateau for six years. Yes. But so then they had to branch out and she's very cool. No wonder and- they needed a TV show. Good Lord. How do they afford it? Well, I think it really helped them to afford the Chateau to have the show. Yeah. And um, April is a very, she does really cool things, design things. But, and then I I always joke with my husband, they have these two kids and I'm like, who, they're never going to live out in the real world. Because it's like, I lived in a Chateau. How am I going to live out in the real world now? (laughs) How am I going to get an apartment? (laughs) Yeah. And, And is it in rural France? Yes. It's beautiful. Okay. And so that's gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, like, is there ever any talk of like, like World War One or World War Two or anything coming through and bombing the place or the Germans staying there or nothing? No. I think that talking about the Germans would be a bit of a bummer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's not a bummer that the plumbing doesn't work. For some reason, everybody's excited about that. They're like, this we can fix. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can't remind everyone of the psalm. Yeah. And uh, that's going to bum everyone out. So, like the yeah. first season, they, you know, they would make mention of how they were saving up for a new roof. And, like, I mean, I only see this, I come in and out because my husband's really into renovation. So I come in and out on the episodes and the later seasons, they're very like, they don't talk about money anymore. They're not concerned. They're making money now. Oh, right, right. You know, two things. One, Peacock. The other one. Okay. So I have, uh, this is, uh, this is what I like to do. I like to invite people onto the dork forest and then tell stories uh, about the things that that reminds me of. So, uh, (laughs) First of all, I just bought Peacock and I I thought I was buying it so that we could watch all the women's soccer, which is the only Mm. the only sport Andy likes. My husband uh, is uh, soccer and he likes the World Cup and it's the women's World Cup right now. So he's very excited about it. Uh, It turns out it was already on YouTube TV. I'm already paying 80 bucks a month for that. Uh, (laughs) But now I've paid 80 dollars for Peacock for the year. And uh, so what's on Peacock? a murder show that is kind of like Columbo, but not like, well, it's like Columbo in the fact that you see the murder, 
And then they flash back to how Columbo solves that murder. It's called Poker Face. Oh, I love Poker Face. Oh, there you go. Okay, so you've seen Poker Face. It's very 70s. It's super 70s. It feels very much like the Hulk as she walks town to town or Kung Fu or uh, touched by an angel. Yeah. That guy's got to, they got to move. They got to keep moving. Yeah. And uh, I'm only four episodes into Poker Face, but I like it because she's really good. Yeah, I agree. um, yeah. Yeah. So that's my Peacock story. And then the money pit, the fact that the Welcome to the Chateau is not talking about money anymore. There's 267 episodes of this thing on YouTube that Chris found, my mom-in-law, and uh, it's called Azerbaijan Relaxing Village. What? Yeah. Azerbaijan Relaxing Village is on YouTube. We have a 65-inch television because that's what Chris brought into the in, into the world as, as well as Tyson and Tigger the Cat. Uh, but uh, Azerbaijan Relaxing Village is just a family in Azerbaijan gorgeous they live on sort of a farm and so there's uh the grandma cooks there's no there's very little dialogue and it's all in azerbaijani i assume and um the grandma cooks the son goes and picks food or brings her meat and so she can and she cooks and it's a cooking show to some extent except for it's not like the kids are there the mom is nowhere to be seen i think she's the cinematographer it's beautiful beautifully shot and there's 287 episodes it reminds me of i don't know if you ever saw soiling green with edward g robinson's death scene at the end of it he's watching what the earth used to be like at imax yeah uh that's how i'm gonna die watching azerbaijan relaxing village uh the soothing sort of asmr is that the thing that where people like the the sounds Yeah. So it's kind of like that, but it is very beautiful, but it's spooky if you watch too many of them, but the new ones that the newer ones that she's watching, they have a beautiful, she just told me they have a beautiful new ceramic cookware set Yeah, and a new stove in the house. And I was like, well, that's because every 20 minutes there's an ad and there's millions of people who watch this or hundreds of thousands and it's working out for them. And it's not bad. I mean, it's very sweet. Like when they don't have a shot, They do that thing where they just cut to the chickens or the ducks or the dogs or the kids (laughs) and the cats and the kittens. And it's so it's freaking adorable and super soothing. I recommend you look at their channel because it's kind of hilariously fun. I will. Anyway, Have you ever watched? um, I forget what country. uh, I don't know if it's Finland, but it's one of those countries. And for like they have this and it's on one it's on Pluto or Tubi and it's just the train going through the country. Oh, that, that sort of winter train. Yeah. But it's, it's, it goes through all like it was on for months, I guess in that country. And that's all people watched at night. It was a big hit. There is, uh, somebody told me about an African, you can, there's an African water, watering hole. Mm Mm-hmm. That you can watch and it's manned (laughs) and it's manned 24 hours a day and they have night vision. So you can watch all the antelope and the lions and the, and everybody and all the animals are peaceful because that's the rule of watering holes. Yeah. Who knew that there was a rule of water? I mean, I think I had heard about that one time when I was a kid, they talked about how at in watering holes and deserts and stuff, 
that lions and tigers and bears get along with lambs and antelope and deer, and nobody attacks anybody at the watering hole. Really? Yeah, that's the it's the neutral space. Oh wow, that's interesting. I didn't because know that. everyone needs water. Well, and I mean, I love these types of shows because they kind of put you to sleep and like you can come in and out of them, which is like yep. I like a lot of British shows because it they do put you to sleep. I mean, I, that's a good super thing. soothing. Yeah, yeah, super, super soothing. soothing. Super soothing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm willing to. I'm willing to take it. I used to. I napped to so many episodes of Castle and Bones and oh. NCIS. Yeah, it's just that's nap time. Nap time between three and five for stand up comics. Uh, for those of you who don't know it, yeah. uh, by the way, I'm talking to Liz Barrett. Liz Barrett, L-I-Z, comedy, getting by. That's the album. Uh, what What's Grand Designs? Grand Designs is a really good show where people in England uh, and Wales and whatever build their dream homes. But oftentimes it goes, first off, they never predict how much it's going to cost. And people <laughs> have these like crazy ideas. Like this one family, it was kind of a tragedy. They were building this Aww. giant house and it took them the whole time that the kids were growing up and they had a perfectly fine house and yeah. he had this grand design. And then eventually he got, had to get a divorce. And of course the money is just incredible, but it is fascinating. Sometimes the finished product um, okay, but like so, what they what they're building? Yeah, what they're the building. grand designs because they're building like I don't know fountains with two jaguars, and then there's water. Well, or they're like, or it's circular, or and a lot of times in England they are restricted in what they can do, which is also sure. interesting. Or if they take a um, barn, they have to like really renovate it correctly, and they can't just knock it down. Um, okay, because of history. Yeah, because of history. Uh, or sometimes they do like a really uh, eco-friendly house, which is okay. super fascinating. But the people never under, usually they, they are finished, but sometimes there's there's houses that don't even get finished at the end because they have run out of money. So it's right. a real, you know, you don't know what's going to happen on Grand Designs. And that's a good one to come in and out of too. Okay. Because uh, it could end up that they, they did it right. And sometimes they didn't do it right. Is that? Sometimes yeah. it gets finished and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And like, like sometimes, and they run out of money. Yeah. Yeah. They have a grand design. They have a grand they're gonna design. Run, they're going to run out of money <laughs> unless they have some sort of weird royalties coming in, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. You know, there's no, uh, they, <laughs> yeah. Like they never seem to understand how much it's actually going to cost. They're like, we think we, and the guy's always like, mm, I don't think you're doing this with like $300,000. I think this is going to cost you $600,000. And they're like, what? You know, we were going to turn this garage, which all we ended up on, uh, building was this tiny little office. It was a room of requirement. That's what we call it because we use it for gaming. We use, we both use it for offices and podcasts and stuff, but we wanted to turn the garage into an additional unit. Yeah. And L.A. needs housing so bad that they give you these tax credits and they encourage you. It was still going to cost 300 grand. And I was like, well, that's another house. <gasps> we don't we can't. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. That's a lot. We did. So we didn't do it. Uh, it was mostly the plumbing because there's no plumbing out here. So. Oh, yeah. Plumbing, I guess, was going to be the big thing. And. um so sad, too bad. So now we have a little <laughs> office and uh <laughs> three that's like another house. Yeah, yeah. It's uh 
we spent $300,000 or Andy did. Hi. Uh, uh, when, <laughs> when he bought the house, I do comedy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's, uh, that's, and so it, it used to just be a shed. And so the guy that built, he just built essentially just a little room where the shed had been. Yeah. And then it, it's just attached to the garage. So it's not, it's not very big, but it is, it's a nice little, it was a great place to hide during, uh, from each other during lockdown. And it's a pretty good place to hide, uh, to get work done. Cause the, we, our house is 966 square feet. Yeah. And we have a 65 inch television and Chris is in the living room watching TV. And so, yeah, uh, we got to, yeah, that's, it's the only, and like, cause otherwise she'd have to be in her room watching TV. Cause yeah. she's, she has, she has terrible sort of rheumatoid arthritis, so she can't really. Oh, that's bad. My mom has, um, rheumatoid arthritis too. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a killer, man. It's a, it's, it's a, a killer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, repair shop. <laughs> yeah. On that note, speaking of repairing things, wait, is that that thing where the, where the sort of the tall, thin black guy? Yes. Fixes things. And he's super cute. I love that. Super cute. Super cute. And it's so, it, that is super relaxing. Like, so, right. I wonder if there's a new season of that. Cause I think I've seen what, what, wait, what channel is repair shop on? Do you remember? Well, we were watching it on Netflix. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. Um, and you know, I bought my husband. They have a book uh, that I bought my husband for Christmas, which oh, is a yeah? very slow moving book. But I, lo- <laughs> <laughs> but I love repair shop because, like, everyone's so happy and they bring in their stuff and it's all fixed. And like, I love the dolls when they do the dolls, or and it's always some oh, like right. wonky, toothless, like <laughs> British person who's like my great grandfather had this like toy and when the germans yeah. they talk about the germans on that show sure they got there's always something happened during the war when there was the the the, the blitzkrieg or something and they were in a they were in a, a, a subway and hiding yes so they and do it was talk the only about- doll they had yes. for the nine of them or something yes <laughs> They do talk about that. Or like when they do the chime, like, or the clock guy's really meticulous. He's very interesting. Oh, right. Yeah. The time pieces are always really cool. Really cool. Really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, that, it's music so nice. boxes. He does music boxes. Mm-hmm. And, but then there's also like there, and they have a different, this repair shop show is, I actually really like this show because they have different people who do different things. Like there's the upholstery lady. Yep. There's uh, the the watch clock dude. There's um, sort of the cabinet guy, the cabinet kid. Oh, he's super cute too. I love the cabinet yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a like a really young. He feels like he just got out of a out of apprenticeship or something. Like he's yeah. a journeyman or something. <laughs> yeah, because he seems a little young, right? Yes, but he's very good. And even the host does. He what does he do? He's like a catch-all right. guy. He does like yeah, catch he's all catch all, stuff. but I feel like he's a woodworking guy too. Yes, I think, I think they work together yeah. on stuff. Yeah, but, but it's so nice, and like things get fixed, and then they come back and get them, and they're like, "I can't believe you fixed this, and you just spent a pleasant hour." You spent spend a very pleasant hour. Yeah, and sometimes they bring like the grandma who owned it, or they the camera crew follows them back to their flat in London where yes. the the mom is there, and they're like, "Hey, mom, I fixed it," and then yes. she's like. 
oh my God, this is that thing. I didn't even notice it was gone. And uh, (laughs) right. Like they stole it. Yeah. They stole it. To fix it. Yeah. Uh, Like rocking chairs. And you're like, that's a rocking chair. You're in a small flat. How do you not, how did you not notice that that's gone? And you're like, well, it's just nice amount of extra room in the house. It's yeah. kind of nice. Uh, <laughs> but it's so relaxing. And there is a, there is a, a book if you ever want to buy that. Is the book just a, of the different items that they fixed? Yeah. They sort of feature different, different, uh, items that they want to feature and they talk about the history of them and what the person had about them and then how they fixed it. It's like just a chapter. Basically, it's sort of, of like, a, like a, a more in-depth uh, antiques roadshow kind of thing. Yes. Where it feels like yes. an ant- it has that kind of vibe to it in the way that antiques roadshow is kind of nice. You know, that you ever watch an antiques roadshow and then that ambient noise of the audience behind? That'll yeah. put you to sleep. That'll knock you out. <laughs> My dog loves antiques roadshow. She likes to <laughs> watch antiques roadshow all live long day. But do you She's watch the British one? I mean, there's the British one, too, on PBS. Right. I don't have the PBS app, which is something else that I've always wanted to get. Uh, but uh, that's I, I was just actually my sister's birthday is coming up. And so I went to the PBS gift show gift yeah. shop and they actually have it looks like Legos, but it's how to build circuit boards. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of um, how electricity works. A kit. Oh, that's really and she has cool. a couple of kids. One's 16, one's 13 that I think that she would like to do it with her kids because I think she'd be into it. Yeah. And I, yeah, you know what? Now that I've said it out loud, I did it last night at three 30 in the morning. I woke up for some reason and I was like, Oh, my sister, Darla's birthday's coming up. What am I going to, she's done a couple <laughs> of episodes, everybody. Uh, do you do any sort of cooking shows? Uh, well, I do the Brit- great British baking show. Right. That one's really good, actually. Yeah. And then you ever watch uh, it's on Netflix and it comes from uh, New Zealand or no, Australia. Zumba's um, I forget what it's called, but if you put in Zumba in like, you know, Netflix, it's an Australian show. Yeah. It's this guy who makes all these like um, he has like a chocolate factory in uh, Australia and then all so these, he makes candy yeah he makes candy so then all these his bakers come and it's sort of the same vibe as the great british baking soap but he, it's a little weirder um and that's i've a good watched one. the pottery one. Oh, i love you the pottery one when are they the gonna pottery. bring me another one pottery one? i need more pottery one i, I love the potter yeah the pottery one was good the uh there was uh uh you know what the pottery one where they have to carry it down the stairs yeah <laughs> And through the cobbled stone, like in, in like the industrial area of some sort of factory town in the middle of Leicestershire or wherever the fuck it is. Yeah. And you're like, they're carrying pottery. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. And uh, yeah. So that's a great uh, the one. Gl- the glass blowing one was okay. Um, there's the, and uh, there was, um, there was another one that was. Some of the, we just, for a while, we were just, just watching different, like weird British. We're going to see if anybody can do this. And if the, if we can strike gold, like great British bake-off kind of vibe, you know? Yes. Um, well, you remember the pottery one where the guy cried all the time? Yes. I he cries. It. He cries. The, He's like, the, this is The so professional beautiful. pottery. It's yeah. so beautiful. And you're like, it's okay. <laughs> but Yes. Yes, they did it, and I couldn't. So yes, you're right. Cry, my friend. Cry. He was like, I'm glad that gun. they. 
Tim yes. Dunn of pottery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I will say that um the the guy who they got uh the younger uh black pottery guy who was just the kiln yes. guy in the first season, the fact that he became the judge of the second season made me so happy because he was so charming in the first oh, season. He's, he's so good. I was so happy to yeah. see that. All right. Yeah. I, do I have time to warn people against a show? Yes. If, okay. uh, yeah. It, usually we like to encourage, but you know, you gotta, you, you got something that you, that you think might, that people might get sucked into. Let's hear it. Okay. Cause I did suck my friend into this and she resents me forever. <gasps> oh, so no. I think I'm, Pluto or Tubi? I think it's Tubi. There's an Australian renovation show called The Renovators. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's six, no. It's 64 episodes. Okay. Don't oh, no. start it. Okay. Too many. It's all these renovators who basically the plot is that they're going to flip a house in Australia and then it's going to be auctioned and whoever makes the most money is going to win. But the whole thing goes so downhill and it goes on and on and on. It's terrible. Do not watch it. Do not get sucked in. Don't get sucked in. On the other hand, here's a show that's slightly irritating, but adorable. It's called on Max, HBO Max. It's called Selena and Chef. Selena and Chef is over Zoom Famous chefs. The second season is better than the first. You could skip the whole first season, quite honestly. With Selena Gomez, baby, a famous person, and a couple (laughs) of her friends, her grandparents are in it, uh, and she learns to cook. The whole of the first season, by the way, here's a little spoiler, but not a spoiler because it's like a continuity thing. The chefs are on Zoom. She's in in her kitchen with uh, her best friend. Uh, second season, her best friend starts doing like sous chef stuff, and it's actually she's working much better. But in the first <laughs> season, she's like, um, so the chef will go, okay, so put in a tablespoon of cumin and or, or a teaspoon of cumin, and she'll you see her take a tablespoon and put the tablespoon in, and you're like, wait, that's a that's okay, all right, <laughs> and nobody ever says anything. She's doing the wrong thing, and. And the food ends up being fine because it's uh, they send her like very expensive food. And uh, and then she makes like some of the some of the dishes are simple and some of them are very complicated. And the ones that are simple are kind of the better ones. But Selena and Chef is adorable. Really? And the second. Yeah. And the second season has more genuinely famous chefs than the first season. But the first season was very funny in many ways because you get to meet her grandparents more. Well, do you, are you watching? Is it cake? No. Oh uh, wait. Oh, the thing where is it cake or is it uh, cardboard? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, it's I a tried. Real thing like no yeah. a real object. It's an object. Oh right, it's either yeah. a cake or it's like something that looks like it looks so much like a cake. Right. Oh right, it's either like it would either be this focus right yes. or cake or right? cake. Yeah. Yeah. A shoe that looks or exactly cake. like this yes i tried to watch that it, it was okay for me but i didn't love it did you watch season one or two one oh see you got to switch to two we just got, skip right ahead skip the first season because we're watching it now and we can't make any sense of what's happening like i don't mean to be american but no one's getting kicked off i'm like who's going to be a winner here but um 
Sec- right. That's one of the greatest things about about <laughs> British game shows is that there's what do you win? This fancy <gasps> pen. I love it. It's, it really is more relaxing, the fact that there's not like a gajillion dollars. Yeah. Yeah, because you know in America, if they had a baking show, they'd be like, I'm going to kill this person for a million dollars. I'm going to shiv them in their cake. Right, yeah. right. How about no? They get a cake plate. They get a really nice cake plate. And the people who come in third also may, maybe get a TV show on Food Network. Yeah. And so flowers. it's okay. They get flowers. And everybody on the gets flowers. Yeah. <laughs> right. You get a hug from that guy that likes cars. That Paul, Paul Hollywood. Oh, yeah. I watched his, I watched his car show. It wasn't oh. as good as his food show. It was, he got, he got, he traveled around Europe driving fancy, like going at, to the Mercedes plant, to the Lamborghini plant, to the Peugeot plant. And you're like, oh, you also enjoy cars is what I'm getting here, Paul. Mm. And I don't care about cars. I mean, they're nice. If you have a nice car, it's nice for me to get to see it. But what I'm saying, I don't care. I didn't like it very much. But if you like cars, it was, he's very charming in it. Do you watch the, um, originally my husband and I are like, we're not watching this with the kids and the baking show. I tried. There was too much. I felt like they were too disappointed because they're children. Yeah. But no, they, I, once in a while you were like, Oh gosh, this kid's not going to survive. But overall, (laughs) you're like, but overall I think it's pretty charming. I I would, I would try it again. I would try it again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I I love the idea. Yeah. That's, (laughs) <laughs> you're like oh god i don't oh. know you're gonna come back from this loss i don't know if you are <laughs> liz barrett it has been an hour just so oh you know my gosh i know it's just been very nice to talk to you about british television and reality television and short miniseries and some british shows some of it was spoilery some of it wasn't <laughs> but what i want to say is that uh you have been a delight to hang out with delight so- you, yes. I mean, you have been a delight. I don't mean I'm a delight. Right. Well, but this you. is a mutual delight situation here. Absolutely. And Rangers, you, it's Liz Barrett. You, I've, I've told you how to get there. It's in the notes. Yes. Get the new album. Check it out. And uh, it's called Getting By. And Liz is with one Z. It's Liz Comedy. And thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. Hi, Adal. How was the show? It was uh, super fun. We talked about things that you and I also do, which is watch British television. And uh, I like that the phone bonus has our new printer in the background. Oh, sure. It's a beautiful, beautiful reveal. It's our new brother. <laughs> it, is a, it is our brother. Uh, we were told, you actually just picked brother. It was nice. Well. And I did a little research. I didn't right, just randomly pick it. No, it's true. Um, she randomly picked a bunch of TV shows. It's Liz Comedy. Uh, okay. Liz Barrett. It's at mm-hmm. Liz Comedy. Getting by her new album. Okay. And um, she had a sitcom that she liked called Miranda. All right. And uh, a British sitcom. The Cleaner with Greg Davies is a dark sitcom that um, he's one of those guys that cleans up after murders. Oh, okay. But it's a sitcom. And she said, he's not a great guy, so I would start with the Christmas episode. Uh Uh, (laughs) Toast of London. I forgot what that is, she told me. Okay. Just moments ago. But what's ham on toast? Uh, Ham on toast. 
Oh, she didn't. Uh, that's the episode from the look of it that that we should probably start on. Ham on toast. All right. Maybe it has John Ham on it. It might. It's spelled with two M's. Right. It's spelled like that. Ham. Mm. Ham. Anyway, how, what else? Well, uh, and then Happy Valley, who's the Julia lady. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. We did see one of those. Yes, we saw one of those. It was too dark. Mm-hmm. Um, she recommended a different show uh, that's called Last Tango in Halifax that that actress is in. Okay. And she said that's more uh, more lighter. Okay. And so, um, and then she had some reality TV show that she liked. Really? Some of which was... Two two shows where people faked their deaths and reality what? shows and how they found them. One of them living in Miami. I was like, did they find him with his passport? Oh, so they're not they're not like reality shows like The Survivor or something or like or right. They're, it's they're a, a game. Like, they're more like documentaries. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like short mini series documentaries. Right, right. I was a little confused because she was said that it was she liked the winds of war so much when we were kids. Remember that? Winds of war. Yeah, it was sort of a north south winds of war. There yeah. were a bunch of fictional. There was it was a series. It was a book, wasn't it? Yeah, I read the book. Okay. I tried to watch the show with uh, Robert Mitchum, but um, it was when I, I was know. a child and judgmental. I don't. I don't remember it. Yeah, but it was. I don't it, think we it, watched it. As well, a kid. Stonehouse and the thief, his wife, and the canoe uh, are both not fictional at all. They're nonfiction. Okay. About people running away and then faking their deaths and how hard that is. Wow. Okay. I'm 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 very distracted right now by these titles that are references to other titles. Oh right, because Last there was that Tango in Halifax. Oh right, right. <laughs> Les. The, the thief, his wife, and the canoe. Right. They yeah. Those are movies or something, the right? Cook the thief, his wife, and her lover was a film. Was a film. Last Tango in Paris. A film. A film. What is going on with these? Well, almost references to. I other think they're films. right. Usually they're just episodic. Usually they right, don't. Right, right. They 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 reference some they'll movie reference or something some, in an episode. Not as the name of the. Yeah, 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 exactly. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe the British are having a good time. Maybe they're good. But Welcome to the Chateau mm. was something we've seen. I vaguely remember something called that. The what mama really liked it. It's about this couple in France who keep renovating their chateau. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yes. Yeah, I guess it went on they, and on they and buy on. These, they buy these old houses and they renovate them and then they make a reality show out of it. Right. Yeah. And uh, they only bought one, and then they helped others at oh, other seasons. Right, okay. Yes. Because it was a lot. It was a lot. They also got married. Yes. In that same year. Yeah. Like they, they, they were trying to their- build their own sort of wedding venue, that's I think. Right. That's right. Oh, that's right. And then the repair shop. Which, Remember we, the which re- we love. Which Yeah. I was like, yeah, I would like to see more love, repair shop. We truly love the repair shop. Yeah. So it was a great episode. She was very... Uh, Charming. It went by very fast. I bet. And uh, I told her about Deadlock and all the things we're watching in Azerbaijan Azerbaijan Village. Oh, yes. I told her about the (laughs) Azerbaijan Village and the chance to see 287 hours of that family. Right. Just chopping wood. They got a new crew set. Uh, They they got a new ceramic set, uh, your mama told me. Oh, very nice. (laughs) So the ads are paying. Yes. (laughs) That 
Um, that sounds like a good episode. It was a good episode. All right. And we still don't know how to end this. We're going to end it by saying goodbye. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?